Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. It's the mayor, Flobo Boys, hanging out in the mayor's office. And as you can tell by my smooth and sultry tones, I'm doing this at sundown. I was going to say after dark, but it's not quite that. Uh, it's it's that magic hour, that golden hour here in California, uh, as I record this in Los Angeles. And it just takes me back to a time when I worked in radio. And uh, I did the afternoon jazz wave, and so I was playing smooth music while the sun was going down. But that's not what we're here. New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Uh, NewAmsterdam.com, at New Amsterdam on Instagram, and at New underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. Today's episode is going to be kind of fun. I get to sit and chat with Esther Turblanche, who hails from Rustenburg, Northwest Province, South Africa, but has made her name for herself as an actress, especially in the soap world. And after a bit of a lengthy hiatus, is looking to make her mark back in the entertainment industry. And that was kind of cool because a lot of times we uh, focus on the start of someone's I hate using the J word, but journey, right? A lot of our guests in our show are a year or two into their careers, but Esther's done it all. She was basically a child performer. And even though she is performing now, she has decades and decades of experience. So you're going to enjoy that. You're going to enjoy uh, just the, that perspective on that. And before I get to all the nitty gritty, the brass tacks and all that jazz, New Amsam Radio is brought to you by Seed Geek. You know, when I'm trying to watch these shows, when I'm trying to look for concert tickets, the first thing I do is I whip up my phone and I use Seed Geek. That allows me to check out the best deals for those kind of show tickets all over town. And not just my town. I'm talking towns outside of my town because when you're those in vacation mode, I want the best seat in the house. Seat Geek. And now you can get a little bit of a discount. Use promo code FLOBITO. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O to get $20 off your first order. That's FLOBITO. $20 off. And, uh, you know, someone's actually asked me if I write down these uh, bits uh, for Seat Geek, which I, uh, I use the app myself. No, completely off the top of my dome. <laughs> That's how much I'm an advocate for the product. So Seat Geek promo code Flobito. Um, I would say tell them Flobo sent you, but that's what the promo code's for. Just put that in there. You don't have to say a word. You get your $20 off your first order. As for me personally, the spring is coming up, and I've been personally working uh, with a fellow podcast called The Black Baseball Mixtape, uh, being able to bring a Black perspective to baseball and the arts. And so I'm going to be traveling a lot more this year. But don't worry, we're going to try as hard as we can to keep uh, the stream episodes going and flowing here on New Amsterdam Radio. But enough of me rambling, because frankly, if you want to talk to me, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Voice. Now it's time for my chat with Esther Derblanche. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives, thinkers, and doers. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Voice, in the mayor's office, hanging with people who are doing the dang thing. And my guest today has been doing it in the acting space, has also been helping out her local community. We're going to talk about all of that. Please welcome the incomparable Esther Turblanche. How's it going? 
it's going fantastic. Lobo, how, how's it going with you? You know, I, I can't complain. You know, it's it's early on a Monday here in Los Angeles, here in Los Angeles. But uh, even though it, it rained last night, I'm glad. I feel great. It's a nice week. It's a whole new reset. <laughs> yes, yes. It's nice and, and wet out there. Rain uh, on, on the leaves. Yeah. The sun's coming out. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, beautiful day indeed. So let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, you're a living legend. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. <laughs> Does it feel weird when people tell you that? <laughs> I am? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, acting is one of the more challenging crafts on the planet, and you've been doing it in, in so many different roles and so many different types of roles. Uh, what's that like, though, to make that original jump? I know there's people that want to do something, but you did the thing. What's that like? Oh, thank you. Um, you know, um, I'm going to say that I've, I had some moments on the airplane coming to America where I cried like a baby. Okay. I was thinking, what am I doing? In yeah. fact, I literally cried all the way from Rome on the plane to Los Angeles. Yeah. I cried. And I cried so much that a lady tapped me on my shoulder and said, it's okay, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I'm like, what? And, and and she's like, you're Nicole, right? I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And and she said, well, you look like her. And I thought, is is this a joke from the universe? Wait, wait, maybe I. This is the universe telling me, like, hang in there, go. Yeah. I, I was so confused by it, but it it kind of gave me courage to keep going because sure. I was so scared coming here I think is what I'm trying to say so I I, I guess I'm saying it was not easy right. it wasn't so, easy. so just for context for those who aren't aware you're originally from South Africa and I have some questions about this because I looked it up it says that you're actually you hail from Rustenburg uh, North, North yes. Residence. Uh, what's that like? Because that's a, definitely a part of South Africa that doesn't get talked about a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know about Cape Town, Jaybor, Joburg, but no one's ever like, oh man, Northwest Province, what's up? <laughs> no, no. In fact, it, it years ago, it, that wasn't even on the map. It, it was so small, little place. It, it wasn't even on the map. In the meantime, it's grown to a little bigger town, city. Now it's on the map. And, and growing up for you, was it uh, was it like a rural thing? Was it laid back? Was it kind of like uh, everyone knew each other? Like, what's that? What was that like? It was great. It was a small place, and then my dad also had a game farm, and so we would spend half the time in the town, and then half the time on the farm. So for me, it was wonderful because I love animals, and I was able to spend a lot of time with animals. And I, yeah. I had a great childhood just growing up with animals. So that just begs the question. 
Now, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a Power Ranger. You know what I mean? Remember the show? Uh, and I, there was a, 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 a um, what do you call it? a toll-free number you could call for a chance to be one in one of the movies. What was the first moment for you to try out acting? Like, was it was it a phone call that someone see you in the mall and said you should have been in movies? What was the first moment you went down that path? It was. Um, there was a, there was an, um, like an ad in the newspaper and it was a, um, a kid's television program that they were going to have on TV where they would show things like Power Rangers and, and things like, like kids programs. Yeah. And they were hiring uh, hosts, kid hosts, for this new program called KTV for kids TV, mm-hmm. and I thought, wow, I want to, I want to be that, you know, I, I want to do that. Uh, it wasn't an acting job, but I, even though I wanted to act, I thought, okay, that could be my break into te- television work, and so that's how I. I got in, I called the number and um, they said the audition was going to be on this and this day. And uh, so I went, I went for that. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, uh, there was this thing uh, that happened in the mid nineties called Disney's one Saturday morning, which was very, very similar. Like you, there was like a thing, it was like a show and there were kids hanging out in like a train station that would say things like coming up next, it's Doug or something like that. Yes, and I thought, I, I thought those kids were so cool. <laughs> they get to sit in the train station to talk about cartoons all day. That's awesome. Yes, that's exactly like how it was. We were hanging out on a set, which they made to look like a play area. Yeah. And we would talk kids stuff and say, okay, and next is going to be like this and this and announce the programs and just hang out with the kids on a Saturday all day long. I actually watched some episodes in advance of this interview of KTV, and it, it looked like it was uh, bilingual. It was uh, Afrikaans yes. and, and yes. English. Are you bilingual as well? Yes. Afrikaans oh, is actually my, my native tongue. So oh, cool. English is my second language. <laughs> so, uh, also a New Amsterdam connection, right? <laughs> it's like Afrikaans yes. and Dutch. <laughs> New Amsterdam. Exactly. And, and- do you know that in I lived in New York for five years and I oh, lived wow. on on Amsterdam Avenue. I oh, that's really Amsterdam. cool. Uh, I had a an ex girlfriend that lived on there. I'm from Brooklyn originally, so this okay. is why. Yeah, so I I was out in Brooklyn. I went to Florida for a couple of years, and I moved to LA to follow my dreams. Didn't fly from Rome, uh, <laughs> but but it was definitely a very road trip. I drove into into LA thinking, okay, this is my career. I'm going to be an entertainer. You know. You drove from New York to LA. Yeah, uh, it's okay. a 44. Oh, did you? Where, yes. Where'd you go? How, which which uh, parts of the country did you see? Oh, uh, <laughs> like it's all the same, whatever. Mexico, <laughs> Grand Canyon. Uh, yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. This this country's massive. It really is. It's so massive. How, yeah. how long was your trip? How long? Uh, we did it in five days, and I know a lot of people say that's so slow, but like, if you didn't, that's like, so fast. 
Oh, thank you. That means a lot we, to we me. We like two weeks, but we stayed over everywhere. We made like yeah. a trip. Yeah, it was it was a mission to what had what had happened was um, I got kicked out of my graduate school housing because uh, I guess they didn't realize they were out of they were overbooked, and so I called an apartment in L.A. and they gave me an apartment in Tustin, California, sight unseen. Didn't ask for my credit, didn't ask for anything, but I had to have been there by that weekend. So it was kind of like a mission to go through it, but it was so scary because here we are, I'm from this country, but I know nothing about it. Going through states and towns and eating foods and, and seeing different shaped people. It was so real. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I recommend everyone doing that for sure. Definitely. Uh, so I don't want to bury the lead here, but one of the most well-known roles that you portrayed was on All My Children, which was an institution here in the United States. I'm getting into soap operas a little bit late uh, in my life because I'm a big wrestling fan and everyone tells me that wrestling is like soap operas. But I got to say, when you are on a, on a program that's so successful, what is that like being stopped in the grocery store or someone sending you fan mail saying, you're amazing? Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's really nice, and it's heartwarming, and it makes you feel. Um, I mean, it makes you feel special and and appreciated, and and um, and and it's a little bit of payback for all the hard work you put in, and the early mornings you get up, and the pages and pages of, of lines you um, have to learn and you know it's it's so it's 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 very nice yeah it's, it's humbling it's I I appreciate that it's, it's a beautiful thing was there a point uh, in your career where you said Oh yeah, I got this. This is this is something I want to do. This is something that I can do. I'm I'm proving to myself. I'm getting better at it week in and week out. We're on the show. Yes, there are moments of that, but then just as soon as you get to that point, then maybe just the very next day, you 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 have a day where you think, man, no, I don't, I don't have this. Like yeah. then you have a day where you struggle, and then you you think. I don't know if I got this. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's it, it it's a constant thing of I got it. Shit, I don't know if I got it. Like, <laughs> right. maybe not that you you doubt yourself, but that you know, like, you you gotta you you know you gotta keep working at it. Yeah, like you you can't just let let go and like it's it you need you know you gotta keep up with it else you're gonna fall behind uh, absolutely so what I'm trying to say is like if you had a great day then you can't think oh i got this i don't have to go this uh, tonight and i don't have to go and learn 50 pages of, of words because i got this you know what i'm saying oh absolutely uh, i you, i am an actor to, yeah you still have to go and and prepare and work even though you, even though you've got this, right? Got to put the work in. No, I'm not an actor, but I, I come from uh, the world of stand up, and uh, people always say, "What's stand up like?" And I say, "It's like being a firefighter. 
right? Like you, you can, you can say you have technique and you can say you have experience, but you don't go into a fire being like, ah, that's cool. <laughs> I can, I'm fine. <laughs> Cause you'll get yourself injured or boot off stage or whatever. So I totally, I totally understand where you're coming and from. It's, and it's, it's, it's literally being in that moment. So present and, and, uh, reading the audience and reading things and just being, being there a thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. What's been one of the coolest things a fan has ever done for you? Uh, fan art, uh, a meet and greet. Um, you know, someone made a whole Ryan and Jillian fan website, not even a page, like a whole website and did almost all of our scenes. And also when um, I left the show, people started petitioning for Jillian to not leave and to, for Ryan and Jillian to stay together. And they just did like thousands and thousands and thousands of people petitioned. Yeah. And I was, I think I cried. Like I could not even believe that how fans were so touched and like heartbroken by that. And it was, I, I, I was very, very moved by that. That was so beautiful to me. Yeah. Can, can I ask you some career advice for some career advice? Yes. So I was on a very uh, prolific podcast and, and we had fans. It was a wrestling podcast. We had fans and then the network said, we're going in a different direction. And so for the first time in my career, I'm in a, we call like a, a professional low, right? Uh, sometimes like I worry about being able to contribute to my craft. I say, maybe I should quit and open a deli. Uh, what about yourself? I mean, have you ever experienced lulls in your career? How do you persevere? How do you push on? Any advice for something that, someone who would be in that position now? Um, absolutely. You, I, I have done that where I changed completely um, a direction and started my own business where I have um, started a business in healing because because that's another passion of mine. I, I, I love the healing arts and um, where I went into that field. So mm -hmm. you can always, you know, pursue something like that if that is what you want. Sure. If that is what you what you feel you want to do. Yeah. It's 2023. What does Esther want? I want to go back to a soap. Okay. And I want to go back working with Cameron Matheson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cameron and I have been talking about it and we think it's time for us to work together again. Yeah. I think I, that would be phenomenal. I, I see the passion. I see, I see like, you're like, hey, just give me the opportunity. I'm back in the game. I am back. <laughs> so I, yes, Cameron texted me uh, last week, some pictures and he's like, 
hey, Esther, check it out. I'm, I'm working on the set where you and I got married on all my children. And I'm like, man, I would love to work with you again. And he's like, me too. Let's make it happen. And I'm like, yes, let's make it happen. Yeah. And so we've been talking and uh, I just think that would be fantastic for him and I to work together again. Is there such a thing as a dream role at this point? Or like, is there something you want to do? Like something that hasn't been done? Sure. I, I think there is. Um, I would love to play some really um, meaty, uh, maybe some really difficult, crazy type of character that went through. Somebody just said the other day they should make a, a movie about Priscilla Presley. Mm, yeah. And you should play it. And I'm like, that would be really interesting. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, but yes, but really, I would love to work with Cameron Matheson again. I think that would be fantastic. And I would love that for you. So we're going to say into existence. We're going to start yes. a petition ourselves. Yes, start a petition. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So it, it also, I've said here that you're also active in the community and, and you are a, a very supporter of raising awareness and research for, for a cure for cancer. What's that been like working for that? You said you like the healing aspect of your career, but what are you working on in that space? Um. So just uh, as far as being um, a part of uh, a cancer foundation, I lost my mother to brain cancer and my father has cancer at the moment. So I feel really passionate about that, trying to find more of a cure for cancer. And I know I'm not the only person who feel that way. There's so many people in the world who's affected by that. And um, I think there is so much more that can be done for cancer. And I, I just think that in this generation, I, think, I feel it would be such a miracle. And I just feel we are so close. And I, man, I would be so so incredibly happy if we can find a cure for cancer and yeah. i am well here on new amsterdam radio we ask our guests two or three of these questions for everyone so uh you can inter you can answer this however you see fit uh how do you recharge on a day off <laughs> i try to do as little as possible i love you know there's an actual scientific fact they say you recharge best horizontally huh by, yes by being by being horizontally your cells in your body recharges best like that so i like to be on my couch right lying on my couch and I just love to read and I love researching things that, I, that I'm interested in. I love to read about like medical stuff, healing stuff. I'm really into pranic healing and, and, and things like that. 
So I love to just zen out and I love to read. Um, I know a lot of people like to be busy and run around and maybe go shopping and go to the mall. To me, that's not true relaxation. So I like to just relax and um, just just do as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah, don't trust anybody who relaxes at the mall because parking already is just a pain in the butt. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> and then all the energy from the people, and I don't know, that's not very relaxing to me. Right. Uh, and I also have to ask, uh, what is your favorite junk food? Oh, uh, pizza, French fries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> French fries, ketchup. What is your favorite kind of fry? Are you skinny, fat, waffle? Like, mm, like a medium. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm so glad you answered that honestly. Because there's some people that will be on this show and they go, oh man, I love peanut butter. You're like, that's not junk. Oh, <laughs> you know? really? yeah. I love salad. Like, no! You know what I mean? I'm oh, glad you're yeah. like actual, <laughs> actual food. Yeah. Uh, Asta, thank you so much for being on the show. I think your story has been aspiring to a lot. And I know that you have the years and years of just working at the craft and getting better. Is there anything else you want to mention before you wrap this up here today? No, I just think that, you know, if you want to do something, just believe in yourself and go for it. And really just don't listen to the naysayers and just go for it. Just just if there's something you truly want to do, go for it. And, and, and failure is, is part of success. You need to have failure in order to succeed. It, it's part of the journey. And also, if someone says to Nicole Kipman, just say, yes, you are, right? That's, ah! that's, that's what I... <laughs> <laughs> do after Ray, the podcast for creatives. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.